This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. I'm sorry, I was looking at a video of a Labrador. I'm so sorry. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. Gorgeous day. Stunning week. (laughs) Brilliant day. Fabulous. Yeah, kidding. I feel like I did have a good week and I, was, I had things to talk about, but I can't really remember what they were You moved anymore. the fence. Garden chat. Oh, garden chat. We moved the fence. So we gained 12 metres squared. Wow, that much. Well, three by four. Yeah. Actually, that's how much grass we, we, we got. Wow. <laughs> so we actually got way more than that. That's just the, that's just the turf that I have to order. Anyway. The garden's longer <laughs> and the weather is sunnier mm-hmm. and things are looking great on the outside of the house. Yeah. And then the couch was removed. Oh, thank God. I don't know if you guys know about the whole I thing. I don't think they know Have about- I shared it? No. Oh, for- okay. All you right. were too busy being embarrassed about how much you spent on a couch to share it on the podcast. Okay. I'm just re- <laughs> I brought that up again. Sorry. This, this couch wasn't that expensive. So, in March, I ordered <laughs> a couch from Freedom. And it finally came in, like, 7,000 years later, and it was delivered, I think, just before lockdown 1.0? 2.0. was I ordered, I ordered in 1.0, mm-hmm. and it was delivered by 2.0. And I ordered, like, a modular couch and an ottoman to match. And when the ottoman arrived, it came out as a tan leather ottoman, but my couch was a grey material, and I was like... This simply will not do. <laughs> it simply does not match. No. So then I called and I was like, hey, just kidding. Like, you've, the box says Jojo gunmetal, but I have received tobacco leather something. And they were like, oh no, uh, we'll try and find you one. And then they took like 700 weeks and they called back and they're like, there's not a single one ever to exist. And I was like, well, well, well. And they were like, but it is more expensive. Like, it's way more expensive than the one that you ordered. So, like, you can keep it if you want. And I was like, well, that would be, like, a really nice offer and thank you. Except what I wanted was a matching lounge set that all matched. (laughs) Because then I went on this tirade of trying to find, like, a tan leather chair that would match the ottoman. It was a disaster. Because there was still so much space in the room that I needed an armchair. And then I was like, no, now I have a mismatched couch to a mismatched armchair to a mismatched ottoman. The whole reason I bought the modular was to get rid of the two mismatched couches that we had. This will not do. So then they were like, okay, do you know what? After I got a little bit customer servicey on them, they were like... Um, she reversed customer service to them. They were like, you can return it all for a refund. And I was like, fabulous. But by that stage, lockdown 3.0 had happened and no one was allowed to do anything. So this week, finally, they came to pick up the couch and my other couch that I bought to replace the couch. The thoroughly used couch at this point, let's be oh. honest, it's been in her house for six months. I mean, not that we've been able to have guests over, no. really. And it is in the, like, more formal lounge, so we don't use it that much. And they did say, like, continue to use it, because I was like, do I box this shit up? Also, it arrived without the quality control check, missing a hole for a screw and had a scratch on it, the ottoman. That's annoying. And it was the wrong ottoman, have I mentioned? Uh, so, yeah. Well, that's probably how. It had probably already been used and they put it back in the, in the box. Wrong box. Yeah. Idiots. Anyway. So, anyway, I ordered a Globe West couch, which cost approximately <laughs> six times the couch that I already ordered. And I haven't yet received the refund for the other couch. So, I'm currently... I have no savings to my name. So once I get this refund, I'll probably 
uh, just spend it straight on something else. But <laughs> once I get this refund, I've already spent it on Black Friday. Yeah. So the, I'm really excited. So once this couch comes, though, all of my bulk spending from March will now mm. be complete. Not a room in the house has gone untouched during lockdown. Mm. And it's thrilling. I feel thrilled. Every time Alex come, comes over, she's like, this is new, this is new, this leaf is new, this is prospering. <laughs> it's great. Uh, should we talk about beauty things? Yeah, sure, fine. All right, let's start with beauty news. Uh, that's the tea on that. Guess what? I know. <laughs> tell me, tell me. Tell Sam us. Sam Ravendell is having a baby. A wee baby. Where is baby's chamber? Why did your butt cheeks clench when you said that? <laughs> you always ask about my clenching butt cheeks. <laughs> because you clenched I think them. it's because I'm and lying. I can see your butt crack through the shorts. <laughs> you really can. Speaking of, just a quick rewind off beauty news. I went for a run in the Lululemon Align bike Short. shorts today. Don't know if you follow me on Strava, but my caption was, my ass <laughs> ate my shorts the entire run. Do not ever run in Lulu Align bike shorts. They're too soft. They're too soft. If you're buying bike shorts to run in, you need compression and you need to go a size smaller than you actually are to the point that your leg fat, however much you have of it, <laughs> oozes out the bottom and the cellulite is rippled very, very tight. <laughs> a reverse muffin top of shorts. <laughs> yes. yes. Anyway, you need to do that because I was running like a flap was about to poke out of the bottom <laughs> of my shorts. <laughs> and I was wearing a G, so I literally felt like actual naked. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. Anyway, where were we? Oh, oh baby! <laughs> so now you're taking baby to the spa. Oh, baby! I don't know how we went from baby to ass eating thoughts. Oh, you're clenching your butt cheeks. It's because my pelvis is really rooted into the floor, and I feel like to support myself, I have to clench my butt cheeks. It's just so. It's offensive, isn't it? It's like um, it's very visual. Stupid sexy Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is actually what I'm witnessing. Okay, I told you this was going to be a chaotic episode. We're seven and a half minutes in, and we're talking about your butt. <laughs> okay, uh, baby. Does baby enjoy the theater? Oh, but did this take you by absolute surprise? Yeah, I didn't know if she even ever wanted kids. Me either, which is very refreshing. Yes. When I found out that she was pregnant, I was like. Thank goodness, because now she can live through all of my A, fears of needles, B, fears of having a very complicated birth, mm. and C, just like the fact that she just doesn't necessarily want, she wants to be a mum, clearly. Her and Matt did decide that they wanted to have a baby, but she doesn't want like the titles and like the mum experience thrust upon her. And I kind of get that vibe as well, because I'm at this point. But I don't want kids. I do want kids. I'm just not into the mum experience at this point. Same. Mm. Feels, I just, I hate that, like, mum becomes part of your identity, which, like, I know it will be. Of course. And we'll want it to be when I we know, have a child. But, like, ugh. <laughs> no. And, mm. like, the thing is, I know that I'll be one of those mums for my entire life where, like, they didn't ask me to do something, but I, like, went and did it anyway, and then they're, like, not thankful, and I'm like, I did this for you, and they're like, I didn't ask you to, and I'm like, but it ruined my whole day, and I spent hours doing oh. it, and they're like, I didn't ask, and then it's, like, all-consuming, because that's the kind of person that I am. Yes. And they'll exhaust me to the end of time, even if they don't want me to be exhausted. I know. Also, I'm so daggy as it is. I don't need daggy mum attached to that. I'm happy to be a daggy 28-year-old. I don't need to be a daggy 
mum. You know, <laughs> and I want to be a cool mum, but I also because I feel like my identity can flip back to just a normal twenty-eight-year-old if I need it to. You know, like at the press of a button, I can put on some makeup mm. and dress yeah, kind yeah. of trendy and be like, "Oh, that, that's a normal person again." Not that mothers aren't, no, but I feel like when you're a mum, like the desire is not there anymore. Well, I haven't mm. worn makeup or worn anything other than the same cotton-on tracksuit pants and a striped t-shirt for months, and I imagine that once I have a baby, I'll just do it in a larger size. <laughs> hundred percent. And I know that my knees are going to go straight south when I have a baby. Oh. And also my spider vein. It's the whole, whatever happens to the lower part of my body, I'm so stressed about it. But anyway, this is not about us. Oh my God. How do we end up talking about us again? And my thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Ramondell's having a baby. Great. She also addressed in that video that she is birthing a makeup line at the same time. Yes. Which was the first announcement on her actual YouTube platform. Yes. Also, I'm really sick of beauty... YouTubers and influencers being like, and all my super fans knew about this before everybody else. They cottoned on. She said in her lives recently, people have been like, so how many months are you? Yeah, which I I give props to the people that were noticing Jamie Genevieve wasn't tagging mm, highlighters. But same. the people asking how many months are you, rude. Never ask a woman if she is pregnant. Rude. That's Boo. True. Boo. But also, how did they know? What led them to believe that? I don't know. Because I watched all of her lives. Yeah, I've you're not, a big fan. I've not had an inkling that she was pregnant. This says more about the fact that you're disappointed that she didn't call you a super fan than it does about anyone else being nosy, doesn't it? You're right. It's about me again. <laughs> Do we think she's having a boy or a girl? Definitely 100% a boy. Ooh, interesting. But Christy had a boy and Desi had a boy. Had! I mean, no, no, no. Christy oh. is having. Sorry. Oh, goodness. But probably... I scared myself for a second. Probably by the time this goes up. She might be having a baby. Anyway, the general gist is that every single beauty YouTuber is pregnant. Is pregnant. Everyone's pregnant. Anyway, uh, speaking of pregnancy and beauty line pregnant, um, JLo's beauty line is about to launch on the 1st of December. Very mm. soon. Probably when this episode goes out. Mm. Interesting. She's been doing lots of um, leaks. Not leaks, but like lots of Instagram content. You know how lots of brands are just like, something is coming soon. Yeah. And JLo's like, here's a beautiful montage of me by the ocean looking shimmery and gorgeous. Mm. Mm. She needs to do a body oil. Oh, if she doesn't, it's a, no she's missed a trick. Yeah, but she can't call it JLo Glow. Because it's her perfume? Yeah. Mm. Exactly. What does she call it? I don't know. JLo below i'm gonna go to bed <laughs> <laughs> and the final piece of beauty news this week is you tagged me in this do you want to take it away no i didn't cover it because i just briefly skimmed it on the toilet um, yeah um so uh fluff who's a australian slash melbourne based cosmetics company don't know if you've heard of them if you haven't you probably should yeah they're cool and small and niche and indie and, but cool indie. Yeah. Indie in like a very expensive kind of way. Not indie like, oh, that packaging is cheap and a bit trashy like, because they can't afford it. Yeah. yeah. Like the indie section at Sephora where it's like Indie Lee and yeah. those brands where it's plasticky. No. They have packaging that is very similar to like By Terry and the Lila B weighty, beautiful, yes. refillable packaging. Yes. So anyway, they sent an update from their brand founder and it was a weird email because it said like an email from Erica or something like that. And I was like, who the fuck? So you got an email? I got the email about it and I opened it and I was like, oh, this is the brand. Anyway, it was a bit strange. So they basically have 
said that they've been listening to their customers and they've decided they want to make a number of changes about their brand and that is to meet the needs and desires of their customers but also to become more sustainable, environmentally friendly and the way that they're doing that is that they're going to be producing bigger sizes in their products, refillable, more refillable products, mm-hmm. um, more functional, better, more environmentally friendly packaging uh, and they're also releasing new products as well. So some of their 30 mil products are moving to 50 or 100 mils, meaning that they're going to last longer, meaning that people have to purchase fewer of them. They are launching three new bronzing powder shades developed with their, in collaboration with their community to suit more skin tones. Mm-hmm. They are removing plastic windows from their bronzer refills Great. Um, and from their envelopes and replacing secondary plastic packaging with recycled paper packaging. Uh, they're updating their bottles, pumps, and labels. They're prettier, they function better, and they communicate product utility better. New formulas with um, natural and alternative in- alternative ingredients that cater to a range of modern skin concerns. More transparency from their suppliers and a new website. That sounds pretty good to me. I feel like they were already much more sustainable than most brands, but then yeah. they probably got the people that were really sustainable coming at them like, this isn't the way to do it. So now they've had to be gung-ho and be like, fine, we're going to do it and we're going to do it hard. I agree, but how lovely is that? Because they could have so easily gone the other way and gone, okay, we're not quite meeting the needs of the heavy into sustainability customers that we have. Mm. So instead of calling that our claim, let's make it an added benefit of our products. Yeah. But now what they've done is gone, no, that's our niche and really, we need to yeah. play into it. And they're a pretty small brand, so this very would small. be very expensive. I can imagine so, that's for sure. So yeah, I feel like that's a great thing and good for them. Yep, agreed. Go Melbourne. Yeah. Go fuck. Um, Our product trial this week. Mm. Let's talk. I don't even- Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I need to ask if I'm orange. <laughs> I am. This week we tried the Youth to the People Dream Eye Cream. Is this the first Youth to the People product that you have tried? It is not. I have tried their... Cleanser. Cleanser. And I also had something else from them, a serum or something a while ago. Mm. Kale, no, that was the cleanser. Can't remember. But you've tried something. I have tried other things. The first one that I have tried... Oh, yes. This was, I guess we say for transparency, it wasn't gifted to us by the brand... <laughs> No, many people, many people don't know who we are. It was gifted to me by good friend Jackie Alexander, who was gifted it by the brand, but she got two. And she was like, I really like it. I've got it for you. And I'm like, you're a sweet angel. I'll treasure you forever. It is a 
hydrating eye cream. Yeah, quite a rich eye cream. It's in a traditional kind of pot. Yep. Got a sort of whipped, creamy, buttery texture. Key ingredients? It's got shea butter, squalene, oat bran extract, mm. orange peel extract, prickly pear seed oil. It's very natural. It also claims to be fragrance-free, natural and organic, paraben-free, sulfate sulfate free and it has antioxidants that's their claim yeah i think they said that it was brightening i think prickly pear is doing its natural vitamin c thing and hydrating it's also got uh goji which would be part of the brightening yes family what did you think um oh it also has ceramides in it Mm. the texture was lovely Mm. it was kind of like um i don't even think i have a comparative product to describe the texture against the texture of it is like it's like the, a body butter. Yeah, it's like when you've got whipped cream and you put it on top of a pav and then the pav's been sitting in the fridge for a day and it's like really cold, quite solid whipped cream. Yeah, I would agree. It it feels, oh, uh, you know what it feels kind of similar to? Like a philosophy. Um, oh, miracle in a jar. Yes, yes. Very similar yes. to that. Um, I, quite personally, mm-hmm. I liked the texture. Mm-hmm. It applied nicely. Mm-hmm. It gave me under eye pimples. <gasps> no, it didn't give you under eye pimples. Surely it gave you milia, or did it give no, you? No, it gave me actual pimples, like on the top of my cheekbone. So not like right in oh, my under no. eye, but like in the on the fatty part of my cheek. Yeah, which shea butter. Yeah, it must have been the shea butter, or I also saw the orange peel extract, which I just think is an arch nemesis of mine. It probably has. It's probably in my head. It yeah, probably wasn't that. Oh no! Well, what did you think? That was one qualm I was going to say about it. This is a hundred percent not an eye cream for everyone. No. If you're prone to milia, absolutely stay clear. Yeah. If you don't have a very under dry under eye, stay clear. I personally loved it. Oh, did you? I felt like it gave me a really smooth, plump under eye. And it reminded me of my Kiehl's Creamy Avocado. Yes, But the Kiehl's Creamy Avocado has that weird texture where you have to rub it between your fingers and then it almost splits and goes liquidy and then it's, like, slippy. Whereas this was just creamy and delightful. Creamy Avocado feels like it would never, ever fully quite sink in. Like, I feel like I could... slides. Yeah. I could wipe my under eye in the morning and it would still... There would still be a bit of residue, whereas this definitely sank in. And it did have a lovely texture. I do agree. Yeah, it feels, like, pillowy under the eye. Um, I really liked it, and I think it's great for if you've – I tend to like to have an eye cream like this and then to have a more active eye cream, and yeah. I sort of alternate. It would also be fabulous for makeup artists in your kit. You know, mm. when you go to put concealer on people and you're like, oh, I can't use that. Mm. You look 105 now. <laughs> it would be great to, like, mix with concealers or to place underneath to really hydrate. Mm. Yeah, I really liked it. Just a nice basic eye cream. It's $82, which is, like, kind of expensive, I guess, for a more basic eye cream. Mm. I would say it's sort of like my ceramide one from Paula's Choice, which is probably yeah. a little bit more affordable, but I like both of them for different reasons. I would say that it has, yeah, I would just reiterate exactly what you've just said. I think if you're the type of person that really doesn't have many eye concerns other than maybe dryness, that this would be a really good one for you. I feel like it also would be a nice one on the orbital bone, like if you took it up above your eyes a little bit. If you have flaky eyebrows, Mm -hmm. I feel like this could really address that concern. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I also like it because I have the retinol eye cream from Paula's Choice, which Mm. occasionally accidentally Mm. causes my under eyes to peel off. I do like to have a really calming one like this. And the fact that it had... No, do you have oat kernel? It does oat brand extract. Yeah, oat brand. It's it's calming as well as just hydrating. So great for your angry faces. I'm very disappointed that it gave me. Yeah. 
It was. I tried it twice, and both times. Yeah. So I can absolutely understand why it would, mm. because it's very rich. Uh, but if you're dry and crusty or very mature, but mm. don't want to use anything too active, mm. loved it. Really, really liked it. Oh, there you go. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Jackie. Appreciate that. I need to give it back to you, seeing as you like it so much. Yes. Next, I thought that we could pad out this episode with some empties. Please do. Tell me about your empties. So, first one, couldn't bring this one to show you because it's peel pads. And when they're empty, they're empty. Yeah, they're in the bin. Ran out of peel pads. That's really disappointing. <gasps> you know how we were looking at those tiny little crates? Yeah. So you could put your <gasps> peel pads in them. The hay crates. Mm. There you go for Christmas. Cutest gift ever. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I ran out of Iron V. Yep. I knew it was coming, which wow. is good. I finished like... Literally two months before you. I know. I don't know how that's possible. So I already ordered a new one from Brow House. Came in two days. Love and she working. sent it regular post. So, Jamie, I don't know how you did it. but She's like, got some hookups with the postman. Clearly, I think she just put it in a post bag and drove it to my house because it's the yeah. only way it could have arrived that fast. Uh, I also finished an Esme Skin Minerals The Milk. Yes. Loved it. Mine or yours? Finished mine. Okay. Onto yours. I was like, I just gave you mine because you were like, oh, I love it so much. <laughs> I still love it yeah. so much. It's so nice. That with my Laneige milk, I feel like I am a baby. Like, yeah. bathe me in the milk. Mm. And your skin does look really good. I know. It's looking great. Plump. Look at you just hitting it and it not <laughs> bouncing inwards. It's just like I, your hand just bounced straight off. I also think it's my retinol. Mm-hmm. I'm using it every day. Where's your retinol from? I can't tell you <laughs> because we'll sound sponsored at this point. But if you've heard us in the last few episodes, you'll know. Uh, I also finished a Summer Friday CC Me. I have another one back up because I bought the kit mm-hmm. for Christmas from Mecca. But I'm also kind of disappointed that I already opened the new oh, one no. because I got the Liberty Bell one today. Yeah. There we go. Have a <laughs> uh, I also finished the Sarah Chapman Skin Assist Hydrating Serum. Mm. Did, you, did you finish that in like two weeks? Feels fast. Very quickly. But also I noticed that the pipette definitely doesn't reach the bottom because I thought I was very out. I tipped it upside down last night and I got Gosh. a pool in my hand. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. Then you waste it and then you've got to scoop it back, back in. in. I know exactly what you're talking Touched about. Touched my palm skin already. It's already infected and now oh. it's going gonna, it's gonna to go on my face. Anyway, right. perfect timing, though, because I got my Black Friday offer from Take a Shot, Liberty Bell, and I got my new Glam Squad. <gasps> I'm so – have you tried it yet? Oh, no, it only arrived on today. my hand. It okay. arrived today. Okay, 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 okay. So if I arrive next week and I look like a 12-year-old as well. It's proof. It's proof that it's the best thing ever. Anyway, next I finished an Anastasia eyebrow pencil. Mm-hmm. Brow is? No. Oh, the brow definer. Yeah, the angled one. Yeah. I've really been liking a pencil. I said this when I bought it. I said, mm. sometimes I just feel like I go through a pencil moment. This has been a strong pencil moment. Pencil year. Yeah. Months. Mm. and I don't plan to go back to my pomade. No, what a fact. I know. Anyway, so that's great. And I also finished a QV Ceramides um, body wash, which is sad because now I've run out of the QV PR and I have to actually go out and buy some. Oh, you find you get a chemist warehouse trip soon. Uh, I am at the chemist every single day of my life. The chemists now know me. Oh. I know. That's how often I'm in there. That's not good. <laughs> the chemist was all like... <laughs> Are you going in for a colonoscopy, are you? Like, oh, jealous. Can I have some Pico Press? Yeah, lemon or plain. And I was like, lemon? Yeah. Do you think that was a good choice or a bad choice? I'll let you know. Oh, I would actually just kill for, like, just a, just a touch of Pico Prep. 
Would just, you? Just to cleanse me out. Just I feel like there's a bit of gluten from like three weeks ago sitting somewhere inside <laughs> me that could just be like cleansed. I won't eat tomorrow so that I'm oh. extra sure that I'm clean and I'll give you a little bit of pico. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, fine. I'll just, you know, maybe just not eat the things I'm intolerant to and not let them back up in my bowel. Also good idea. Also, if one more person says to me, you're going to have the flattest stomach ever. Yeah, sure. Whilst I'm shitting myself. I'm sorry, this is just too graphic for anyone who's never had a colonoscopy. Whilst I'm uncon- I have uncontrollable bowel movements, bro, you know what I'm going to do? Put on a bikini and take a mirror selfie. What a great idea. Also, I'll never have felt better. Also, you have Crohn's and, like, your bowel will be so inflamed. So, like, your stomach might I be know. flat, but you will have a bowel-shaped puff. Uh, bowel problems. If you know, you know. If you don't, you've turned off by now, so it's fine. Yep, good. Dang, these products are so good. What's the deal? What's your beauty fave this week? <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go get it. Okay, bye. Your burn candle? My burn candle. I guess it's not like a beauty fave, but to me, candles come under. Really nice, fresh summer candle, isn't it? <gasps> Fucking yummy. So today was like 30 degrees. I'm like, I'm going to light up a candle and sit next to it. This is the burn candle, B-U-R-N-N. We shouted them out briefly, I think, when I did a haul. Mm. They're a Melbourne... Jackie talked Company. about them, didn't she? Yes, Jackie influenced me. Sorry, I just like to take things out of people's hands. What's the flavour? Cucumber, basil and... Coriander. Coriander. Of course, you love it. This oh. this candle smells like a mojito mm. mixed with some Thai Yeah, food. mixed with the prep of, of a Thai of salad. A mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it smells like that. And also you can burn it, but it would smell fresh. It's almost an oxymoron. It's actually quite sweet. Like cucumber, basil, and coriander sounds like it's going to be very savory, like very kind of crisp. Mm. It is. It is crisp, but there's a definite sweetness to it. It's sweet, but it's delicious. It's like it's almost floral sweet. I think that's what it is. It's like under there. I really want to know. Mm. Anyway, it's delicious. Yeah, really delicious. Quite a unique scent. I like the way it looks. It's all black. Delightful. Smells like my garden. I'm growing basil. Oh, no. It's I mean, I, I've, got, I've got basil. <laughs> My coriander turned to seed. Nightmare. Garden talk. Is that a bad thing? You don't want it to seed? No. When it turns to seed, it, like, has these flower bits on it that, like, you don't eat. Oh. And I think I'd have to replant. I don't think you can, like, recover it from that. Oh. I think that's the thing with coriander. Oh, that's disappointing. Let me know if you know. If you're a gardener. I've already thrown it out, so it's a bit late, but... Oh, don't let us know. Um, my beauty fave is the Bondi Bay from Nude Sticks. I, I know I complained about it when I got Did it. Did you? And I oh, because it wasn't dark enough. said it wasn't dark enough. But you're pale. I'm a liar. And oh. maybe I'm pale. You are pale. You're paler. Don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. It's perfectly dark enough. If you know Nas Foundations and you're between a Doville and a Punjab, it's fine. If you want to go Barcelona... If you're a Barcelona, you can still get away. You can, yeah, it won't do a lot, but you can definitely wear it as a soft bronzer. You can absolutely wear it if you're a Barcelona coming from me. And set it with a powder bronzer. You can absolutely... Abby Halaliku uses Bondi Bay. Fuck off. She's no, half she doesn't. Tongan. Yes, she is. No, she doesn't. I don't... I believe she's half Tongan. I don't believe she uses Bondi Bay. Anyway. Maybe not peak summer, Abby. Yeah. When she's more at her medium to deep skin tone, but definitely her medium skin tone. So interesting. Mm. Anyway, I do really like it. I think it's got a fabulous texture. Mm. It ticks all the boxes for me. Do you blend it out with a sponge or with a stippling brush or what stippling kind of brush? brush? Yeah. I see Elizabeth makeup artist using her Zoeva cream cheek brush with her nude sticks and I just don't know how. I bought it. I like it. It's fine. But I put it in my kit. It's not for me. It's mm. not 
stubby and dense enough, so I feel mm. like it doesn't move it around. It's a bit floppy. So I, I like a yeah, Real I, Technique stippling brush thing. I hate a floppy. I hate a floppy stippling brush. I need a dense one, yeah, a short yeah. dense one. Yeah. It's like not got a lot of splay. Yeah. And I don't think I'd want a sponge. Like I could do it with a sponge. Mm. I just feel like I'd be there all damn I'd day. I'd rather use my fingers than a sponge to blend it. Whoa. Dramatic. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, just a little tap, tap, tap. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather use the sponge than fingers, but I, I could do either. All right. Your non-beauty fave. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hair mat. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. Oh, so my non-beauty oh fave is like a bit of a triad. So it, <laughs> I thought I would make Jessica Nguyen's pizza base uh, this week. So I did. And it was delicious. So my first non-beauty fave Was is, it gluten? Oh, so gluten. But I love gluten. We know this. I got proving. I got stretching. It's so delicious. It just still surprises me because the Lisa who I knew three years ago wouldn't have touched gluten. But I would have. But would you have? I think I would have. Maybe because I spend more time at your house now, I just, I see just how much gluten that you eat. Whereas in the past, it was like, I'm going out for the day, I'm going to be good, so I won't bring gluten to work kind of thing. Yeah, I do think that I'm probably worse when I'm trapped in my house because... (laughs) Like, when I'd go to uni or work for the mm. day, I'd take all of my options yeah. with me, and then I'm not consuming them. But then I would always undo it. Like, I would literally undo all of my hard work every day because I'd eat, like, a haagen ice cream with brownie bits in it and mm. then get, like, epic constipation pain and shit it out six weeks later. Yum. So, <laughs> where were we? Oh, Destruction. Gluten. Yeah. Gluten, gluten. Anyway, so I made them delicious. I bought a pizza stone from Barbecue's Glock because I was like, Brenton, I'm going to make Justin Wynn's pizza dough, so I need a pizza stone and I wanted the pizza stone so that we would use the barbecue because everyone was like use your barbecue you mongrel and I was like okay Australia so you put a pizza on it <laughs> I put a pizza on it um, because it's got a lid and I thought it can get really hot did it work so, yes ah. so I'd made my dough I had my pizza stone then I was like shit how the fuck do I get the pizza from the bench oh, onto, onto the, the stone barbecue, the barbecue. and then off the barbecue. You need one of those big scoopers. A pizza peel. Yeah. So oh, then, is that what it's yes. called? So then after one pizza down, I said, Brenton, I'm sorry, we have to go to Bunnings right now <laughs> because I need a pizza peel. So we went to Bunnings and I'm running in and I'm flustered. Thank God they're open until nine. I know. It's Thursday night. It's only the chicks on. I'm like, guys, I need the pizza peel. And they're like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, the paddle, the thing. And <laughs> they help me. And they're like, oh my God, there's only one left. How lucky are you? And I'm like, well, very lucky because my pizza is in the oven. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, go. So, so I went, peeled it out. And I've made three rounds of pizza in the last week now. Wow. Can I have a pizza? Yeah, I'll make your pizza. I do want to try and make a decent gluten-free one. And I did also buy the Strata gluten-free bases, which mm. I'll touch on in my snack of the week. But so you I... don't need them on a pizza stone, do you? No. But while I'm making gluten fun ones for everyone else, which I enjoy, like, making glutinous goods for other people, but then I'm like, I'm going to try and see what it tastes like, and yeah. then I eat five. Yeah. Um, I might, yeah, I might try the Strata gluten-free pizza base and see how it goes, see if it's worthy. Um, but definitely, if you're buying anyone a pizza Stone. Stone. Oh, for Christmas, of course. For Christmas, make sure you get them a pizza peel because otherwise they will have the situation of, oh my God, what do I do? I just don't like that it's called a pizza peel. Okay, well, you can call it a pizza paddle or you can call it like a pizza spatula or something if you yeah. want. Brenton's the same. He hates that it's called a pizza peel. I really don't like it. Okay. It sounds like an orange peel. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> so that's my triad. And I will tell you, I made many, 
many, many, many. I've tried the recipe where Jess says you just leave it for like four or five hours to prove and then you can use it. I also kind of combined her recipe with a New York Times cooking recipe, but they were basically the same. So I was just throwing flour around willy-nilly and I left it in the fridge overnight. And that produces a much puffier base oh. and a bit more of a fermenty flavor. You can get real good crust puff. So I would recommend, if you've got the hindsight, to make it 24 or 48 hours in advance. Abby came Foresight. Home. If you've got the foresight, you want to make it in advance. Of course. Hindsight is the reverse, <laughs> isn't it? In hindsight. In hindsight, if you had foresight, you should. Then you should have had the pizza that you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So Abby came home a little bit drunk and she, they had a sleepover this weekend and we'd already yeah. made all the pizzas, but I had had one reserved for her that I reheated. And she said, I think this is the best pizza I've ever eaten. And I mean, it she would have been the six mojitos that she had. <laughs> but she very much enjoyed it. Then the next day with the leftovers, <laughs> I continued to use that pizza dough because I was like, what am I going to do with all this dough? Yeah. And I made uh, pita bread wraps with it. And we had brekkie wraps. We put eggs and bacon and Yum. guac in them. in On the stone as well? Yes, but I just cooked the pita like on its own and then we filled them. Uh. I didn't like put the bacon in there and then and then cook it what a delight so there's my i wish i had the energy and the desire to be as creative as you are in the kitchen all the time because you this is not like a that for me that's like a once a month that i'll be mm. like i'm going to make dumplings from scratch or something yeah. like that but, but you it doesn't like take every weekend time. it's hands off you just stick it in the the thing you need it up, you let it prove, you stick it in the fridge. I think it's because I also just don't own 20 kilos of flour like you do. It could be the flour thing. Yeah. And then also you have to let them prove in individual balls. So I had eight Tupperwares with little <laughs> circles in it in my fridge. I was like, Brenton, eat the bag of grapes. Brenton, eat the kimchi. Why need space in the fridge? Eat it all. But anyway, I recommend it. Like pizza party, what a fun thing to do over summer. And if you have a barbecue with a lid that closes, yeah. definitely don't buy a pizza oven. It gets pretty hot and it works anyway. Yeah, that's great. What's your non-beauty fave? Was that what no, we were No, snack of the week. Oh, no, it was non-beauty yeah. fave. Jesus. My snack of the week's even snackier. Oh, my God. My non-beauty fave, I don't have one, so that's great. Let's go oh, over Oh, well, I had a triad. <laughs> I do have one. Mm-hmm. I started watching Intervention on, I think it's Netflix. Have you ever watched it? No. It's this, like, show from, I want to say the 90s, but it's probably the early 2000s, mm-hmm. and it shows families who have family members who are drug addicts. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. And yeah. They, they force interventions on them. Yeah. I started, but it's like weird reality TV kind yeah. of. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. I started re-watching because it's just started on, it's just come up on Netflix, and I was like, this is great. So, thoroughly enjoying that, even though it's chaotic and sad and absolute trash yeah. and also you see a lot of needles if you're needle phobic just took it to my veins what is your snack of the week my snack of the week i had two and they're both weak snacks mm. but they both existed the first one is a cyclone icy pole oh red and green orange and green mm, orange red and green orange okay. on the inside red and green on the outside yeah. would never be my choice but i can appreciate it me either Eliza was like, I really feel like a cyclone. And I was like, a what? And she's like, a cyclone, you know, the icy pole. So we went to the supermarket, we bought them. I got home, I tried it. It's delicious. What, is it limey? It's apple. Oh, dear. Yeah, so it's apple, blueberry, and something else. And it's all, like, reconstituted fruit juice. Oh, great. Yeah, so you would actually... It's a fart in a pole. (laughs) It's a a pole fart. And anyway, it was delicious, and I really like the texture of it. And my second snack of the week, I also found delicious and really enjoyed the texture of it. The Vego, Vigo. I never know, but I know. Vigo. I know what you mean. <laughs> Chocolate. Yeah, so yum with hazelnut bits in it, right? Yeah, it had the mm. hazelnut bits in it. Uh, it's 
great. People say it tastes like Nutella for vegans or people who are gluten intolerant. To be honest, I think that you can buy a nice quality dark chocolate. I've spoken about 800 on this podcast before mm. and I think that they're just as delicious. And they're oh. also vegan still? Yes, but the Vigo Vego, it's got to be Vigo. I'm going with Vigo, has a creaminess to it that a milk chocolate has that those dark chocolate do not have, and it has a mouthfeel that the dark chocolate vegan ones lack because they don't have that. Like I, I agree. The, the one thing that I would say is that it has, yeah, that you're exactly right. It doesn't have an oily mouthfeel, which mm. many vegan or dairy-free milk chocolates have. Yeah. And it is more fudgy yeah. with a cleaner mouthfeel. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I liked it. And, I mean, yeah, I, I would buy it again. Mm. It's, like, softer at room temperature, whereas, like, mm. a vegan dark Quite chocolate is very, like, snappy. Yes. Mm. I appreciate that. I, I will eat that, and I'm pretty snobby when it comes to vegan chocolate. I'm like, just give me a dairy. Yeah. Speaking of dairy. Snack? So spot on. My snack of the week is the Van Diemen's Land Creamery. I believe the flavor is Cafe Olay. Ice cream. Uh, oh, I've seen it at the oh. fancy supermarket. Yes, they do stock it at the fancy supermarket. Mm. So I was at Lamana because, don't ask me why I was in Essendon, but you can. I was dropping off my foster dog at like a halfway point and I mm. love to go to Lamana. The last time I went, I arranged to go to Lamana because it was during lockdown mm. 2.0. And you were like, I can get to another supermarket outside my radius. Yes, I was like, this is great, can't wait, going to have heaps of fun at Lamana. And they literally had the... COVID outbreak at Lamana and it was two days before and it was closed. So I met at Lamana, but I didn't go inside Lamana because oh, it was closed. How disappointing. I know. So um, I went and bought all f- like fun, exotic, weird pastas and gluten-free yeah. things that I'd never seen. And Amazing. Harley's adopter said, they've got great ice cream in there. And I said, do you think if I drive fast, I can get it home? And she goes, <laughs> give it a go. I did. I got it home in a 45-minute drive. It was still totally fine. Was it a cold day? No, nah, it was like 25 uh, the best ice cream, delicious texture, really yummy coffee flavor, not too bitter. It was just like a like a creamy coffee flavor, but it didn't taste like a fake coffee flavor. Mm, important. So, so delicious. It made me feel like I'd gone and gotten ice cream rather than I was eating ice cream yeah, from the tub, you know? That's good. I love it. And I think I found a Stockist in Wheeler's Hill, so I think I've got one nearby. It's okay. Well, otherwise I could probably bring it over from Oh, Florida. true. If it survived the 45-minute drive, mm. it can definitely survive the 20-minute drive. I'm more than happy to start transporting fancy goods. <sighs> Thank you. So I want to check out some other flavors, but definitely recommend the coffee flavor. So good. And I was sneakily eating it with my George Eats dark chocolate oh, they look cookie so things, good. and they were really good together. How are you so good at making them, can I ask? I just follow the recipe. That's what you do wrong every time. We've been through it. They just look perfect. Like, George Eats is the most perfect recipe constructor ever that you can follow that recipe so perfectly and get it right. Maybe I never follow recipes. Maybe that's standard, but you're very good at it. Or is it your ovens? It might be my ovens. I do think that the main reason that my cookies look so good most of the time is because of my old non-beauty fave of the week, which was my ice cream scooper. Ah. Because it gives you nice circular cookies that are portion-sized evenly. Eliza uses an ice cream scoop for her cookies too. It seems to be a hack. Yeah, do recommend. Mm. Good, 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 good. Um, I'm Googling Van Diemen's Land. Yeah, so delightful. Oh my God, that's the end of our podcast. It is, but it's okay because no one was listening anyway because they're all, one, have heard too much about poo and my ass, (laughs) and two, they're waiting for Wednesday's ep because it's gifting, gifting, gifting. 
Yay! <laughs> We're going to talk about part two gifts that you have sent to us of all the difficult people in your life who you don't know what to buy for them. The energy is high. The festive cheer is high. If you don't enjoy the jingle bells at the start of our intro for those episodes, don't bother listening because no. that's our spirit. It is. Okay. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you Wednesday. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.